Hey family, welcome back to my podcast, Like It Is, with Melissa. Today we have a interesting episode that I believe will bring healing to your soul. So, if you are new and you are listening to me for the first time, I need you to follow. You need to follow me. Yes, make sure you follow and keep up with what we discuss on this podcast. Today, we're going to talk about scars and wounds. I wanted to start this episode off talking about scars and wounds because I kind of want to dive into the healing process of life and I'm hoping for my next episode that I will be able to get a professional counselor on to go deeper into that and talk about what you can continue to do to make sure your healing is present in your life today and not reverting back to any trauma or things that you have gone through so let's get into it y'all let's go So let's first look at it this way. When you get a wound or a scar on your body, it is evidence to everyone and yourself that something happened, whether you fell and now you have a scratch or you needed to get stitches or you had surgery, right? Those scars and wounds stay. And it's not a bad thing, but it does remind you of what you went through. If you look at your body right now, you'll probably see some wounds or some scars that you may have received recently or in your childhood. I know for me, I have uh, like a little scar over my eyebrow. It is from falling down and hitting my head and I had to get stitches. I also have one under my chin. And that one is also from falling down because I needed to get stitches. I was kind of wild. So I also have scars on my legs and my knees from playing sports when I would fall and die for the ball while playing volleyball, basketball. Listen, I got scars. I got wounds. And if you look at my physical body, you can see them. But... Notice how when I talked about my scars and my wounds, I was able to literally tell you what happened in that moment. If you asked me in detail, where was I at the time? How old was I at the time? I guarantee you I can answer all of those questions because after a scar or a wound, it sticks with you forever. And this is the reason why I think it's so important To talk about our wounds and our scars that may be on our heart or our mind or our soul because of things that have happened to us, whether in childhood or recently, because you don't forget what happened, but you can recover and you can heal and you can move forward, but it is a process. So Let's go down memory lane for me. Memory lane. Let's go there. I remember when I fell and got stitches over my eyebrow. I was running in church. I was told to stop running and I kept running uh, because that's what kids do. They just kind of they just don't listen. And so I was that kid in that moment. And I had so much energy um, that I need to release it. So that's just what I did. I was running, y'all. 
I was running. God already forgave me. Y'all need to listen. God already forgave me for running. I was running in the church. I fell and I bumped my head right on the edge of the offering table. And once I did that, I remember seeing blood coming down my eye. And then I remember um, at the time, um, Brother Elder picked me up, recognized that the scar was way too deep. And then I was brought to the hospital by my mom and my dad. Now, I remember when I was getting the stitches in that moment, it hurt it so much. And this was back in the day where I think they had less experience on like numbing and everything. And it was hurting so bad, but they got it done. And I remember for weeks and weeks and weeks, like just looking in the mirror and seeing these stitches. And at the time they were like black stitches, you know, now they, they're a little fancy. Now they got ones you can't see. They got ones that dissolve. No, these were the black ones that you could see. And every time I looked in the mirror, I was reminded that I was running in church and I shouldn't have been running. And that's why I have stitches. So let's break this down on why I'm saying this. Every time I look in the mirror now, I can still see that scar. Of course, I don't have the stitches anymore, but I still see that scar. And I'm reminded all the time, Melissa, you need to listen. When people are warning you, listen. So this scar is actually good for me because it's a reminder for me to listen when people are giving me sound advice. But your scar may not have turned out to be something that feels good or reminds you of something that will be helpful or beneficial in your life. So I want you to think right now about some things that has happened to you or is happening to you that is either wounding you or has wounded you. And you know that if you do not heal right now or getting to the process of healing, things are not going to be well. Now, keep that one thing in your mind, because I want you to use it as the example as we're talking today. So, yes, I'm describing a natural room, but we have spiritual wounds. We have things that has happened to us in our lives. And if we are going to move forward and heal, we have to include God. Yeah, I'll say that again. We have to include God in the healing process. You cannot do this on your own. Never think you can. You are not strong enough. You are not wise enough. You need God's help. So I just want to remind you of what the word says about healing. I want to use the example of the woman with the issue of blood. The reason why I'm using her is not because there are not other amazing, great examples. I'm using her because she went everywhere for her healing. She searched and went everywhere for her healing. She went to all kind of doctors, spent all her money looking for a healing and looking for an answer to her healing, if not the medicine that they could offer. She wanted answers and she wasn't getting any. And just think about that. That it's easy to get healing if we know where to go. But if we don't know where to go, that's why we don't get healed. And to spend all your money and spend all your time and your energy that lets me know she has some faith in doctors. She had some faith in these doctors that they could tell her what was wrong and they could help her. But they could not and they did not. 
And sometime, many of us today are doing the same thing the woman with the issue of blood did. We don't want to admit to it, and we think that we're different than she is, but we do that. We go to doctor to doctor. We go everywhere searching for an answer, looking for healing, and all we need to do is humble ourselves and seek God. Now, I want to say it this way. The woman with the issue of blood Think about the issue she had. If you have an issue of blood, if you're releasing too much blood, you become weak, you become tired, you become unfocused. So all these years, it wasn't just the bleeding that was an issue, it was how she was feeling. And I'm sure, I'm going to keep it real, y'all, she felt nasty. Let's just put it out there. She felt nasty. And she went everywhere. But one day, she found out that Jesus was coming and she knew if she could just touch the hem of his garment, she could be made whole. Look, she was like, I'm going to crawl myself, my tired, unfocused, weary self, and I'm going to get to Jesus and I'm going to touch the hem of his garment, the bottom of his garment. I don't even need to touch Jesus because I have so much faith that Jesus can heal me that I know that if I just touch his clothing, I will be made whole. And she did. She crawled and she got to Jesus. She touched him in his garment and she was made whole. Healing instantly happened from her touching the hem of his garment. Listen, why am I saying it that way? I need you all to know that you can be instantly healed today if you just decide to open up the word of God and read scriptures on healing if you decide to pray and ask God to heal you if you have faith and believe there's no thing that he'll withhold from you listen go and get your healing you're going to get it from Jesus you are not going to get it from every place else of where you are looking so then Jesus said, virtue came out of me. Virtue means power. She took some of Jesus' power by touching the hem of his garment because of her faith. That even though Jesus was walking through crowds and there were so many people around and hovering him, he said, who touched me? And of course, the disciples are like, you know, what do you mean who touched you? Look at all these people around. What do you mean who touched you? But Jesus said, no, this was a different touch. This was a different touch because virtue came out of me. Virtue came out of me. Power, anointing, healing, anointing came out of me. Who touched me? Only to find out the woman with the issue of blood touched him. And you know what? When Jesus was speaking to her, she didn't just receive a healing from the, her issue, but she was whole. She was complete naturally and spiritually. I'm using her as an example because for many years we're walking through life and we're looking for our healing to come some kind of way. Maybe you decide, well, I had a horrible breakup and I have some wounds and some scars. So now let me quickly just get another man or another woman. 
Wrong answer. Or maybe, you know, I, I went through some things at this one job and now I got a little anxiety and fear about um, how bosses may treat me. And so if any little thing goes wrong, I'm going to run and find another job. Not the answer. You got to ask God for your healing. Stop running and stop looking for it in someone else. Your healing comes from God and he can heal you today. And just like your natural wound on your body, your physical body, sometimes it takes time. Understand that your healing sometimes takes time. It takes time. And sometimes your healing is going to take surgery, spiritual surgery to really get to that place where you know that you can have peace and joy again. It takes time. It is a process. Um, there are times the Lord can just touch you and instantly you're healed as he did the woman with the issue of blood. And then there are times where he makes it a process for you. For example, when the man had a sickness and he was told to dip himself in the Jordan River seven times, not one. Not two times, not three times, but seven times. The Lord made it a process. He made it a process. Yes, he made it a process, y'all. He could have just touched them. He could have just said, be healed because God can speak. Jesus can speak and you can be healed. But it was a process. So recognize that some of your healing will take time and some will be instant. And that's okay. And I started doing a little research about wounds and scars. And yes, we know that it shows the evidence that you got hurt, right? That's the evidence. But I want you to look at it this way. I was reading up on it and it said that if you get a deep wound, the deeper wounds heal faster if you have some kind of surgery, which is why if your cut is too deep, then they stitch you up because if they stitch you up now, you can heal faster. But if they don't stitch you up and you just try to allow it to heal on its own and come together on its own, it takes way longer. What am I saying? Allow God to do surgery on you. Allow him to stitch you up. Allow him to speak to you through his word. Allow him to lead you and guide you. Allow him to comfort you. Allow him to hold you when you're crying at night. Allow the Lord be open. Let him be a part of your life. It's that simple. It's that simple. No good thing will God withhold from those that walk upright. No good thing. If it's good for you, he's going to give it to you. If you're walking upright, he's going to give it to you. No good thing will God withhold from those that walk upright. So if it's good for you, he's going to give it to you. Listen, I don't want y'all to listen to this episode and not have faith after you click off. I need you to take a moment and pray and talk to God about how you are feeling, what you are going through, the scars and the wounds in your life, the things that you're looking and desiring from him. I also want to touch on why we are ashamed of our wounds and our scars. Don't you know that there is no one on this earth who does not have a wound or a scar? 
everyone has a wound or a scar. There is no way you can live this life and no one has ever talked about you. No one has ever hurt your feelings. No one has ever betrayed you. You have gone through something that caused some wounds and some scars in your heart and your mind. So be not ashamed. Why are you ashamed? There is no one on this earth who could even say they've never had a physical wound. Everyone on this earth can point a scar out on their legs or their arms or uh, their wrists. Like there's been some scars. And that's okay. Like I am here to validate you. It is okay if you have wounds and scars. But now what are you going to do about it? Are you going to waddle in all of this are you going to have a pity party? Are you going to walk around and try to make people feel bad for you? Or are you going to say, this is what happened. That's okay. Even if it doesn't feel okay, that's okay. Because I'm going to learn something from it. I did learn something from it. But I do not want this scar or this wound to continue to prick me or continue to keep me from doing what I need to do or hinder my growth. So I am going to look at it, embrace it, recognize it happened, get a counselor, go to God in prayer and allow God to heal me. It's a simple answer. As I said, the one with the issue of blood, she had a simple answer, but she chose everything. But the answer she chose everything for years, spent her money and her time and chose everything but the actual answer. I'm giving you the answer today. And if you are someone who is listening and you know that this is your time and this is your moment to receive more from God, not just salvation, but you're looking for that healing that comes with serving God. Listen. God is merciful. He is kind. He is loving. And he said for us to cast our cares upon him for he cares for us. He wants you to cast your burdens, your wounds and your scars. He wants you to give it to him because he cares about you, which means he's going to take care of it. Whatever your it is, he will take care of it. So if you are still on and you're desiring prayer, I want you right now to go to a place where you cannot be distracted. And it could be as simple as in your car. It could be as simple as in the room. Just make sure you tell your loved ones, listen, give me a minute. And I want you to take a moment with God as I pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you today, humbly to the throne of grace, God, seeking you in the time of need, Father, seeking you in the time of refuge, seeking you in the time that we need you, God, when we need you most, God, and we know that you hear our prayers. We know that you love us. We know that you desire for us to cast our cares upon you for you care for us. We know that you can hear us right now, God. We know that you reign, that you are King of Kings and that you are Lord of Lords, that you are Alpha and Omega beginning and the end, that you are the only one who can save, heal and deliver, that your name, Jesus, is the only name, Father, that brings salvation 
to every soul we know that God and we trust that God and we know what your word says about the power how power is in your hands you rose with all power in your hands God no one else has the power like you Lord even if we love certain people in our lives they don't have the power like you do Lord no one can compare to you you are a matchless God so we come to you and whatever our it is today God we ask that you take it we ask that you speak to us we ask that you come and commune with us father in the times where we get doubtful and weary we ask father that you remind us through your word father that you are present for you said you'll never leave us nor forsake us we ask god that you continue to hold our hands god and show us the direction we ought to go in we ask father that the wound and the scars God we're not looking for the evidence to leave God we're looking for a full complete healing God whether it is a process or whether it is instantly God we trust and believe father that you have the power to do this so we come to you humbly and we bow down before you and we humble our hearts and our minds and our souls, recognizing who you are in our lives, recognizing that we cannot do this on our own, that we do not have the power, we do not have the energy, God, and we are nothing compared to you, Jesus. So we ask you right now, Jesus, to take your healing hand and touch us. Take your healing hand and comfort us. Take your healing hand, Lord, and do your surgery. We're here and we're ready and we're present in your presence. So have your way right now. And we trust and believe and we stand on your word that you will do exactly what you said you would do, God. You said no good thing will you withhold from those that walk upright. Lord, if we are not walking upright, tell us right now, Lord. Reveal it to us so we can get that straight so that we can receive healing. I ask you right now, Jesus, right now, Jesus, y'all say it with me right now, Jesus, right now, Jesus, heal right now in Jesus name. Amen. I surely do hope that this prayer has helped someone today. Um, you know, this is my first time doing a prayer on the episode, but that's the way I was led. When I get on, I'm going to do what I'm led to do. I'm going to say what I'm led to say and not of my own. And today I was led to pray. Today I was led to talk about healing and our wounds and our scars that we are ashamed of that God can heal instantly. And so that's where we are today. But I am still very, very happy that you joined me today. And on our next episode, I want to continue talking about healing and our scars and our wounds. And I am going to invite a licensed counselor to come and accompany me on this topic that I know people need to hear. So listen, I love you all. Have a blessed, wonderful day. And all those who are a mother, I want to say happy Mother's Day all the mothers out there. I love y'all. Peace and blessings.